All right, assalamu alaikum everyone. Welcome back to another MPL episode. Uh, this one is going to be focused on living with your in-laws. And I think this was a suggestion that was given to us by someone who DM'd us on Instagram. So if you have any topic suggestions or if you have any ideas on what we can talk about, please do let us know either through our anonymous Google feedback form or no, not feedback, anonymous Google topic submission form or uh, just DM us on like Instagram or something like that. But anyways, um, this is an interesting conversation and I'm glad that we have both the male and the female perspective here. And uh, I know this is pretty common, especially in the South Asian community when people get married, uh, at least back home is generally like the girl who moves in and lives in with the guys. And so I'm curious to hear all of our perspectives on whether this is something that we would do, what are some of the pros and cons of it? And um, yeah, so I guess we'll get started. So first off, I want to ask each of you individually, is this something that you would do when you get married? Is the idea of having either you yourself going and moving into your in-laws or having them come and live with you, is that idea something that you're open to or I just want to get a pulse check? Um, whoever wants to go. Never. Never? Nice. Short and sweet. Yeah, I second yes me. Not even not even in any realm of imagination, not in any possible universe <laughs> would I live with my in-laws or have my wife live with my parents. Yeah. I wouldn't do it either. Yeah. My answer is it depends. Please elaborate. Please elaborate because okay. you're the only one that said it depends. Yeah, sure. Okay, so number one thing, like the number one important thing for me is the fact that if there's the mehram situation because one thing like this is going a little bit of a tangent but one thing that really bugs me about these situations in desi communities is the fact that they'll be like for example uh they have two sons right and both sons and their wives are living in that house and i'm just like okay but like the the brother-in-law is not a mehram for the woman if she wears a hijab or even if she doesn't like he's not a mehram so if i'm a hijabi and i'm living in a house where my brother-in-law lives there too and i have to wear the hijab every time i leave my room First of all, that, that's not feasible and that's really uncomfortable. And second of all, I know in a Desi context, even if you did that, you would that would be like the biggest drama situation in the, like it'd be the end of the world for that family because they'd be like, oh, you don't trust my son. Like it doesn't matter. Like it'd just be a big deal. So it's just not feasible. That's the thing that really bugs me. But that's why I say it depends. But if that's not the situation, the mehram like thing doesn't play into it. And then I think it just depends on the circumstances. For example, if either your parents physically need you to be there, like whether it's my parents or his parents, if they physically need the help or like, you know, it's then I'm like, I'm fine with them moving in or us moving in with them. Or the other situation is um, if you need the help, if you need the extra help or you want to, because, okay, one scenario I always think of is, um, I actually saw this on TikTok and this girl was talking about the fact that she was going, she was in medical school, they got married. And then it was really nice to live with her in-laws because her husband's working. He's at the start of his career. She's in medical school. And when they're living with the in-laws, they don't have to worry about running a house at the same time. So you know what, it really helped them out. And then she actually, they actually had a kid at like, and she was still in medical school. So for them, it helped out even more because then, you know what, she could still continue becoming a doctor because they could help out with the kid as well. So it's just sharing responsibilities. But when I say all of that, like I said, it depends on the specific circumstances, but the number one thing has to be the harm situation has to be sorted out. And then the second thing I would say is that 
um, the parents have to understand the, like you can't be so you have to be willing to give people their space I know when you're living with people like obviously you're going to butt heads and you're going to be involved in each other's life but like both people have to recognize the fact that okay they can have a separate life while living in the same house let's just end up like what type of understanding you have or relationship you have in the specific circumstances but I would never say like never because I've seen it work successfully but I've also seen it not work successfully so it just depends right can I just want to add in something to what Misha's saying so like for me when I say never it's like at the beginning or like the first five 10 years of the marriage because that's when you're having kids you're establishing a relationship with someone you need to spend time with them but for me it it will come to a point where I will be I will definitely keep my doors open if because after all they're at the end of the day they're parents um they're the ones that who've they've they've raised us and we aren't I'm not I'm not Yasmin without my mom right so and so whoever is going to be my significant other they're not going to be them whoever they are without their parents so and I, I for me thinking about having my parents go to an old age home retirement home that's like a big no-no like what the hell like do I want my kids to put me in that situation no and so I would want them to come in come into my household and take care of them like that because of the situation right and the way I can work it out is make sure like we have our private areas. So like, you know, you can have like a basement apartment and a main floor apartment. You can make it work in many different ways. But yeah, that's just my view. Yeah, I wanna just make caveat what I was saying too. I say never, not because I don't see value in doing it or not because I think that it can't work or any of this. I say never because I know who I am. I'm a very private person and I like my privacy a lot. So obviously it's private. So I cannot imagine, uh, like, especially in my young years, um, living with, you know, another set of family. Like, it's taken a long time for everybody in my family to, like, coexist perfectly, obviously, you know, throughout the, throughout the years um, and live together perfectly without, like, always nagging each other about specific things. Because that's it, we coexist. Everybody knows in each other's, like, you know, how we act and whatever at home. But the idea of starting to go through that whole rehashing like process of coexisting with a new family uh, when I get married, no, like no, I could never. Um, so and plus, like it's not even like something that my parents would be happy with. It. It's like uh, in Arab culture, that's not a, really a thing, um, and I wasn't raised with that even as an expectation or anything like that. And in my house too, like my house is perfect for us. It's not, it has no extra room for, you know, other adults or starting up and none, none of this stuff. So, the guy can't uh, even but, podcast it properly in his own home, bro. What? You can't even record podcasts properly. Exactly, bro. I can't even report. I have to go to my library. Like, it can't, like, it can't happen because just, you know, everybody's always in my house. You know, it's perfect for us. No more people. So, um, ah, damn, Faisal, you made me lose my, I was going to say something. Yeah, Allah, target. Uh, but yeah, it's it's mainly because of me. It's not because I think that is something wrong with doing it or whatever. As long as, just like Misha said, the circumstances make sense, especially the mahram thing. Yeah, I, I've talked to a couple of my Daisy friends about that before, so it's obviously like an issue. But um, yeah, I, I would just 
never see that happening. Oh yeah, I remembered. In the future, of course, I have no problem. Like, especially if somebody needs help, uh, whether it's my parents, her parents, doesn't matter. Like, no, no questions asked. But just like getting married at a young age when we're financially unstable and just like, oh, it's okay. Let's just we'll stick it on our parents and, we'll, and they'll figure it out for us. No, I can't do it. Randa, what do you think? That last, that last bit that Ismail just said, he just said what I wanted to say. Rude. Um, actually, yeah, but going back to what Yasmin was talking about, about like taking care of your parents and stuff like that. I don't even, I don't even think the conversation has to do with that because no one's ever going to see, at least I hope, you're, you're never going to see your parents or a significant other's parents need help and be like, no, we're not helping them. You know what I mean? So that's not even like the context of the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah and second of all another thing this is what this is something my mom always used to tell me again like in our culture it's not really a thing to live with your in-laws or stay living with your parents um unless there's actually a reason for it but my mom literally always used to tell me she used to be like if you get married you're moving out even if you're financially unstable and you need help we'll help you find a place we'll, we'll help you figure that out but like in the beginning of your marriage you're already learning how to live with another person you don't need to learn also how to live with their entire family. Like that's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna, it's just gonna be so difficult, you know? So. Just a guy's perspective really quick. This is obviously a, a general rule. It's not applicable to everybody. Some people are going to med school, so they have a lot of student debt, yada, yada, yada. But generally as a guy, if you're not responsible enough to have the finances to get married, you're not responsible enough to be with a wife. That's, that's all I'm saying. So like, uh, maybe hold off on getting married, even if you meet somebody and if it's serious, um, maybe just, you know, keep, uh, keep exploring that relationship in a halal manner and then, you know, push it, push the idea of like getting married and, you know, doing the whole thing and moving in together. Or even if you guys want to get married, like you really want to just stay living at each other's parents. And, you know, if you want to halalify, I guess, going out and whatever. Yeah, fine. Just get married and stay with your parents. Why do you got to live? Why are you gonna put that? Because right now, if you move in with your parents, you're not helping your parents. You're gonna put more. I bet we say like we're gonna. You're gonna put more effort and more discomfort on your parents. You're not gonna. Well, if you do this later in your life, if your parents move into your house because you're helping them, it's for their sake, not for your sake, kind of thing. Yeah, I, I was gonna. I was gonna agree with Yasmin uh, on the Yasmin. Like I would personally do it in an ideal world. And uh, one thing that you guys mentioned, I want to kind of draw like an interesting distinction is a lot of you guys mentioned that in the future you would consider it, but it's not like you're moving into like their house. It's actually them coming to you, which is an interesting uh, sort of thing because um, the way I look at it and one of the reasons, obviously privacy is the, uh, the, the really the biggest one, but I think uh, another reason why I wouldn't want to do it is because if you bring someone to like your own parents' house, it's like the way I look at it is sort of in the context of like control and power, not like in a manipulation sort of way, but just like in terms of like, you know, there's, um, th there's just certain structures in place that are unspoken that are there. It's like in my house, for example, I know my mom, she's been the homemaker for like, God knows how many years. And so it's like, things are set in a way. And like, she kind of like dictates the rules of the house in some sense, right? And if someone were to come and like rock that boat, there would obviously be a lot of friction. And I know like even me, like when, I, uh, when I'm not, uh, when I'm living in London away from here, I live like completely differently than I do uh, when I'm over here at home, just because I manage and dictate the rules of how I want to live. But when I come here, I have to adapt and I'm not happy all the time because I don't want 
someone to impose all of these like additional rules and structures on me, but that's just naturally how homes work, right? It's not specific to me or they should be, but just naturally how homes work. And so the reason why I like what you guys said was because when you sort of create your own house, you are then able to create the own structures and the rules that you want to set in place with you and your significant other so that if you're inviting uh, your parents over, it's like, listen, these are the rules and structures of the house. If you can follow them, you're more than welcome to stay here. If you can't follow them, then it is what it is, right? And so that is something that, that's an idea that I would explore more. But even then, it's like, I, in an ideal world, I also, like if my parents need help, like for a temporary period of time, whatever, like of course they can live. Or if they want to uh, you know, come and live for like months on end, that's fine. But even in an ideal world, I wouldn't even want like the whole like basement, like apartment on like you live in the upper floor or whatever. Just in an ideal world, I wouldn't want that. But if you're living close by, that's perfectly fine. You can go and check up on them. You can do all sorts of things. But just in an ideal world, I wouldn't want that. Just because there's just so many different personalities and characters at play. And it's just like, it's like, it's like lightning in a bottle almost, right? So that's how I look at it. But yeah, if you guys want to add something. Um, I want to, I want to add two things. So I'm going to share like personal experience, but, but, but before I go into that, I just want to say like, for me, I don't like the concept of, oh, it, now it's not me going to their house. It's them coming to my house because at the end of the day, we are family for me. It's, it's family. It shouldn't be like, this is my house. This is your house. No, if you are a family, this is our house. You're, you're still, even if someone comes to your house, you're still going to have to make adjustments. You, 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 and especially the fact that they're older, I'm not going to be like, this is my way, this, or it's the highway. I'm, I'm literally going to be like, Hey, um, I, I prefer it like this, but if you want to improve it in this way, go ahead. Like you're still going to have to make adjustments. And the fact that they're older, you're going to have to respect them and be patient with them. And we need to understand the cycle of, um, you know, we, the the way the cycle works of a human being is that we grow up to be a, we start off as a child and when we go back to being old we have those childish acts again and we're not we don't we're not we're not we're not patient when we're old we're not um we're not very considerate it's it's very much like you have to be you have to be you have to have a big heart with elder people you know so for me, that's something that I, I wouldn't I wouldn't impose on in whenever oh, anyone that's joining in my house. But, I was gonna say there's a diff oh no sorry, I didn't think there was a but there. I was gonna oh, say I, I was just gonna say there's a difference between moving in with your wife because you could compromise with your wife, but it's mm -hmm. hard to compromise with her parents. You just have to go with the flow. And at 22, and I don't get I don't have rules in my house to, to you know to have this idea. Obviously, I'm a guy, so you know, more likely, you know, she would move me moving in with me. But if even if I was a 22-year-old girl, and I was living a free life, it's hard for her, like for hard for me to understand that like, you're gonna go into a house and have to live under a new set of rules. Yeah, yeah, no, and like for me, like, but the thing is like, I'm thinking in the perspective of when I'm 40 years old. That's what I'm thinking of. You know, I'm not gonna go be, like my mom comes to my house, I'm like, this is the way my, my decorations need to be. This is what you need to do. You cannot use the bathroom at this time. Like, who the hell am I to do that? Like, I- terrify something? yeah so what you're talking is about like micromanaging like very small things what i meant was general things like for example right now right uh my parents go to sleep at a certain time and they're like i want you home before i go to sleep because i'm living by myself right i don't have to worry about that if they go to sleep at 11 i don't have to worry about coming home by 11 right and those are the sort of things that i'm mentioning it's like let's say that 
the, that 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 and like that that's something I could see. I understand why, but I just as a 22 year old, I like I hate it, you know. <laughs> but if I were to bring someone into the house and that they were to impose the same thing on my wife, I could imagine that being really annoying because it's like, what if we want to go for a walk outside, you know, things like that. I'm not talking about micromanaging activities like you can't use the kettle at like 450 degrees or like. Bro, especially she didn't have those rules at her house. That's the that's the point. Like, imagine she's never had a bedtime and then she comes to your house and now she has a bedtime. Okay, but don't you guys think those things naturally change with time and with responsibilities? Like, I can't imagine, even if I was living at home and I'm married, like, I can't imagine my parents being like, okay, you have to be home at, like, 10 p.m. I think, like, naturally, even, like, if I compare myself to two years to now, as you grow up, naturally, those rules change. So I would imagine as you get married, naturally, those, like, boundaries change as well. You would hope. Yes, means laughing because she knows parents that I've met too, and they some parents are forever. So I want, I wanted, to, I, this is where I want to bring my personal experience in. There's cases and many cases that I know where it doesn't happen like that. If it's 9 p.m. and the two are not home, phone calls, phone calls, phone calls. Where are you? Blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm just here. I'm like, relax. Like, who cares? so there there are people that are like very much um excessive and they still want that control because and especially if it's their son you bring a girl into the house and if it's their son you're you're like oh my goodness my son like where is my son like especially if you're a woman you cannot because i don't know this is this is something that i've noticed that we we are we connect more with the opposite gender so yes, I'm close to my niece, but I'm very much like, I'm more into the things that my nephews are into. You know, my brother, he loves my niece. You know, they're very close and everything like that. And with my nephews, he doesn't care. Like he, he doesn't. And when I think about when I have kids, I'm like four boys, you know? Like, I think about girls, so there you go. Exactly. The first that one sounded like, weird. Yeah, no. See, but that's not right. I but, think about having little girls. But but that see, like you know what I mean? Like that's even worse. <laughs> that's just that's just how daughters, 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 daughters. That's just how our Muslim thing works. Not even our Muslim thing, our South Asian culture, whatever it is, that's how it is, unfortunately. Um, and we, it's not like, because they're men, we love them more. It's just, uh, I'm, I'm, I connect to guys more. That's just who I am. And so, um, for example, I live in a household right now that consists of my mom, my brother, and my sister-in-law and my little four-month nephew. Um, when she joined in the house, I felt bad for her because she didn't have much freedom um and like it it's not like everything is already set up in the house you know we cook and we eat at this time it's there was no adjustment for her it was her making the adjustments only right and that did not make sense to me at all and i i i just stopped associating with myself that's a long story but for me i don't want to be in a situation where i feel like I have to adjust for people. They're not adjusting for me. I have to compromise. They're not compromising for me. It's just me constantly sacrificing, sacrificing, sacrificing. And it's to the point where I feel like a maid now. 
why do I have to clean this way? Why do I have to do this much? Why do I have to do this many things just to satisfy you? To have a so-called, why do I have to compromise with you this much? You know, and Islamically, when you give someone, when you give your daughter to, sorry, I'm talking a lot, but when you, you give your daughter to someone, you have to ensure that they live the way that they were raised. That's it. Yeah. Uh, do I have your permission to add or? Uh... Sorry, I, I, Isla, when you want to interject with you. your I, was, I wasn't even looking at you the entire time I was looking at Misha Nanda. So that's why I didn't know. Wait, hold on. I think Misha wanted to say something first. So I'll let her go. If, you, if it's directly related, you can go. Okay. So what I was going to say was, um, you, you know, the point you mentioned and like the girls always compromising. So after watching a whole lot of Pakistani dramas, as well as hearing stories from like older, uh, older women, um, one thing I've noticed is if if magically the girl who is being you know uh being treated unfairly and having to compromise whatever if she somehow even conjures up the courage to like voice her opinion then there's going to be the whole drama of like oh you're like stealing my son away from me and it's like oh now you have to pick between like your wife and like your mom and then like then you can there's sometimes people throw around like ultimatums and it's like it gets really ugly and it gets really nasty and so it's like that entire like cycle is just something that it's extreme, I, I admit, um, but it still happens, right? And it's like, I, you wouldn't want to even think of going in that direction just because it's, it's just something that you would want to avoid at all costs. And the thing is, um, I remember when we had the, the interview with Fatima, when she was talking about how like, you know, mothers, it's like, as you can't truly understand the nature and the character of what you would be like in a mother-in-law because they've never had to adopt the role of a mother-in-law unless you already have other siblings that are married right and so if you don't have that you only ever see them in the light of a mother and we have to understand that like blood relationships is completely different than having uh, an in-law relationship because in-law relationships you're you only have like one chance basically right because you're on like really thin ice and it's like if you mess up once they're always going to remember that because you're the reason that's the source of like unhappiness basically for their son or their daughter. Whereas if it's like a blood relationship and you mess up, it's like, okay, let bygones be bygones. Like, it is what it is, right? And so it's like this really, so just essentially what's happening is you have one chance, you're coming into a different household, you're having to compromise like crazy. And if you try to change whatever unwritten rules that are in place, you're essentially like demonized for it. And it's like, yes, it's the worst case scenario, but it happens. And it's like, you wouldn't want to, uh, impose that on someone else right at least i wouldn't don't you love desi culture bro it's the best yeah, bro. but you get biryani in return so it's all good you know yeah that's what i'm saying i'm like it's a good trade-off yeah bro yeah lose your freedom for this uh freedom biryani basically exactly. something i do want to mention is that you know all of this stuff happens 100 percent. but i think we're taking it this is the worst case scenario at least like that's the perspective i want to take like kind of put out there is that these are all worst case scenarios. And for me, like the when I hear all of this, like it kind of comes back to the very first thing I said is it depends on the circumstances. And one of those circumstances, like after Mehram, the Mehram situation, the second one for me was that um, there's like respect there in the sense that like, you know, you're allowed to have your own life and they're allowed to have their own life. That's why I say these, because I've seen so many scenarios where it's actually worked out really well and really successfully for both parties that's why i want to put out there that it's not always bad and it doesn't always end this way or end up like having these problems 
and the way one thing i do want to say is that when you move in with someone right you're going to have to compromise even if it's like just husband and wife because you are learning how to live with that person the way i look at it is if you're going into household where that respect is actually there or like i guess that space is there i won't even say it's respect it's more so that space is there then you're already compromising to learn how to live with that other person you're just going to have to go maybe an extra 10% to you know how, learn how to comp- live with that family but i don't think anyone like when a girl goes into a new family i don't think she's she's the person who makes more of the sacrifices i think that's just the way our like culture is set up at least like the desi culture but i think it would be unfair to say that she's the one she's the only person sacrificing the other family makes like the family you're coming into makes adjustments too and they change the way they do things as well so i think in the end like it's all about ha- giving each other space and i think if you're willing to do that it can work out but like you guys said it can go negatively as well so like you have to keep that in mind i think faison was coming at it from a pakistani drama perspective that's kind of why it was more uh, yeah I- <laughs> yeah i yeah, know but he made that clear too so i i, I give him credit i don't want to add one thing based on what she said you're 100% right the way i look at it is it could go wrong in so many ways and the downside is to me the downside is so much greater than the incremental benefit that could be reaped from it and so that's why like generally i like obviously i exaggerated the the downside that could come of it but i just want to put that out there like i i 100% agree that there are benefits to it but i just think that if it goes bad it can go horrible but if it goes good it's like it's good but it's it not- saves you some money yeah exactly i it's don't like- i see I don't think that's the only benefit. I think we tend to think of it as like in a western way of like oh you live with your parents because you like you need to save money or you must not be able to live on your own. I know a lot like all the people that I know of none of them stayed because like in the initial years sure but none of them like stayed with their families because they couldn't afford to move out. They stayed there yeah. because of other benefits such as like emotional support like physical support like that sense of like yeah, yeah I, we agree yeah, yeah but all we're saying is that there's so many variables that could go wrong like okay yeah. when you're moving in with your when you're moving in with your wife there's one variable to figure out which is each other but when you're moving in with a family that's a whole bunch of variables that could go wrong yeah. all it takes is one variable for them to all kind of like turn mm-hmm. on so it's like uh, the upside does not make sense to me i'm obviously i agree with bisha it could go right but like yeah. weighing it out out there is that i think all, the success or the downfall of the situation depends on the guy a lot if the guy is it, it, it's I, typical misha fashion to no, throw no, this no. on the guys it's, no, no, it's okay. not like no no i'm just saying okay look the girl it depends on both of them but i think if the guy is it's okay we're, let's be honest guys have more power in this situation it's just a reality cuz especially when you're moving how did this become family. a, a, no, no, no. a gender theory power struggle no no look look especially if you're moving into the guy's home it's his family home yes yeah uh, we we don't agree i'm uh, sorry we don't disagree there sorry so uh, then the situation comes if he is honestly like too dumb to recognize the fact that there is like unfair situations happening repeatedly and he's not willing to take a stand for his wife once in a while 
and he's not willing to do it the other way around too where he's like sometimes he's taking a stand for his mom or his other like if he's not willing to play that like go between guy because he's the one who knows both of them best and if he's not willing to play that role properly and to do it with open eyes then it's 100% going to be a bad situation yeah but you could also flip it and be like it's the girl's fault for saying yes to it because it's also her she has the number one power of saying yes to no, no, or I'm to move in or not no I'm saying 100% I'm just saying if you're in that situation mm -hmm. I think a big factor of determining if it goes well or like if it doesn't go well is how the guy navigates that situation between yeah i think i think it's the i think the biggest thing is the family in my opinion so if the family if the guy is bringing the girl into uh, a family and neither the guy nor the girl did some sort of uh, analysis as to how this would work out um then i think I think the couple, generally speaking, is to be blamed because they're the ones who made the decision to get married and they're the ones who made the decision to live a thing. Yes, of course, for it to fail, uh, if the if the family is just not willing to compromise, then it's the family will break it. But the people who put themselves in that situation, in my opinion, are ultimately to blame. So I'm going to use like a drama scenario because Fizan brought it up earlier. <laughs> but like, okay, say the family is repeatedly making the girl's life awful we're gonna go with the Pakistan scenario because the girls are always perfect in those scenarios they never do anything wrong bs but anyway <laughs> so if that's the scenario and she's repeatedly being put down or being ma made in like a bad light and the guy can't recognize that or is always saying oh it's the girl's fault then i feel like that's like that's there that's the problem there then that's like, that's not a big thing of like, oh, the family like ruined it. The family played a role, but the guy ruined it too by not even trusting his wife or talking to her, or taking a stand for her. Yeah, I, I agree, but that's a very surface analysis. Like, yes, okay, on the surface, the guy is the one who's not standing up for his wife, therefore he's wrong. Also, if you want to look at it deeper than the surface level, it's also the girl's fault for moving in with a family that she doesn't know. Like she doesn't know as in, doesn't know enough to know that it would be this bad. Because you're you're making you're making an extreme. You don't you don't know people until you live with them. Uh, to be honest. Okay, well that's not fair. Because then we'll say, okay, so why aren't we moving in as Muslims with our wives before we marry them? You could no, get I to know that people. You don't truly know someone, but it doesn't. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Like that's wrong. I'm not saying it's wrong to not truly yeah. know someone, but I don't think you can truly say. Like I could talk to someone for eight years, but until. But I will probably find out way yeah, more. Friends on yeah, no, I disagree with that. You could, uh, I'll, you could know somebody and be befriend them and get to know them for eight years and and get a gr good grip as to uh, uh, how straight. Like, you're, here's the thing, Misha, you're switching paradigms. You're giving me an extreme situation where a girl's blamed for everything, and then you're saying that uh, what's it called? You're not gonna get to know every single thing about somebody when you befriend them for eight years. So uh, that's two different scenarios. Yeah, 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 I know. So you're switching scenarios. Let's stick to else. one. Let's let's stick to one. The more extreme scenario, yes, you could uh, you could figure out whether somebody's gonna you know uh, and you know make you the devil in the house uh, if you get to know them a bit and form a sort of relationship with them. Uh, that's it's a bare minimum respect thing. You could know if somebody's gonna give you bare minimum respect or not before moving in. So I don't yes. know. I think in in some scenarios, definitely, but I don't think that's always the case. I think 
you can definitely be fooled. And I know like, is that the general rule or is that the exception mission? No, no, we I'm, always work on the general rule. I'm saying that it's not a guarantee that if you talk to someone or if you get to know them that you Nothing's a guarantee in life. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Especially married. So you can't so, say that it's a girl's No, 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 but we're, we're always different discussions. We always look at things based off of general rule. Now, when you're giving this example, in basic general culture, rule, what you're saying doesn't apply. I also well, think the culture plays into it. Cuz Okay, okay, I'm thinking of it from like a like a traditional Pakistani like standard. Yeah, no problem with that. If it's an arranged marriage, like if you're getting if you're marrying someone like a love marriage, whatever, that I 100% agree with you. But if it's an arranged marriage, you're going to get limited opportunities to get to know the person, and you're going to get to know that person, not their family. Yeah, like, so that's kind of so you're kind of making my point. It's a little bit like, problematic to get married to a family that you don't really know very quickly. So it seemed like I that marriage was that. rushed. It's my I like. I don't know how to respond to that because I think like culturally, I of course you like you know if they like if they do different between halal and haram, but you don't know the different like the nitty gritty of like okay how do they, are they going to get jealous if I get a nice suit and they don't like and their daughter didn't get a nice suit like that type of thing like you're not going to know that. Okay, so again, I think that we're nitpicking on. I want everybody else to join in as well. I think we're nitpicking on little things. If a girl decided to move into a fam to, to a house oh, yeah. a family so then, that was willing to vilify her to that extent that is something that could be filtered out before yeah. moving in. so i agree with you but then what i'm saying is that that doesn't apply in my opinion in the desi setting of a arranged marriage i don't think you can get to know someone to that level in a desi arranged marriage oh yeah so i'm, I'm yeah. and my reply was to that yeah my reply was to that that uh, arranged marriage or not, arranged marriages uh, have time frames, and, and a, a, a rushed arranged marriage could lead to that. But a arranged marriage where the families get to know each other, where the daughter gets to know the family she's getting married so into, etc. That, that's a cultural problem, really. So yeah, you you could blame the culture to that. Okay, my question is right now is um, why does this even exist? Why do we have to? Why do? Why is it that when we get married? That we have to go and live with our in-laws like why like the, from this, this perspective from a, i'm always i'm questioning i always questioning i think we never have to i think like to think of it as a have like i know culturally we do but like i think that's part of the problem right like that's what creates a lot of problems the fact that it's an obligation like i don't know i think it, like it's it goes against islam it creates a lot of problems i think if you think of it as something you have to do which almost all of the subcontinent does it's messed up like that's all i'm probably the most unqualified so i'm gonna get my answer out of the way uh i don't i never had this uh on me so like my mom never expected it nor did she want it or any any of this stuff uh, my mom just wants me to drop off the kids at her house before i go to work and that's about it like that's she she you know nothing else if anything she can't wait get married let's go get out let's she says that stuff but you know low-key she's gonna miss me but yeah i i, no, I never she had that expectation on kids she just wants the kids that's all yeah well, I, so, my yo, if, you don't, if she don't give two shits about you bro <laughs> bro well I'm, I'm with that well i'm with that I'm, I'm like she's on my case about this and i'm like bro go get thoughts four little girls eh yo forget that's it i told her i'm like even if i get married tomorrow but don't talk to me about kids for like eight years six years i don't know don't like it's too early for this right now uh -huh. you'll get go get puppies or something real good cats <laughs> i feel like it's a tradition thing like 
you know, our parents did it or like our, our parents' parents did it. And it's just, you keep on expecting the same thing from the next generation. And it builds up into this thing that you can never say no to. I know that's my part, like perspective on it. But the other thing I really quickly want to put out is that I like, I don't want it to seem like I would actively, like that'd be my first choice to go live with my in-laws. I'm just saying I can see myself doing it or others doing it like in those scenarios. I just wanted to put that out there. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh no, I, I don't want to live on my own. I want to live with my in-laws. You're saying it's feasible. Yeah, yeah I'm just saying it's feasible and doable. That's it. Then, okay, then here's my other question. Then how... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Yes. Wait, this is this is a good one that you can also answer and add on to. Okay. I'm sorry. But uh, what if, what if like, bro, you just made me forget Faizana. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end this episode. Whoever's editing this episode. Good luck, bro. Dude, I either Ismail or Misha. I don't know what you guys did, but you one of you two is definitely editing this episode. I'll, I'll get the question. I have to go pray Madhrib. Yeah, I was going to say, I got five minutes, maybe. So what I was going to say was, yeah, of course, it's a cultural thing. But I was having this conversation with someone and I told them that I don't necessarily think, and this is just a thought. I don't have a fully formed opinion on this, but feel free to critique it. I don't necessarily think the idea of living with your in-laws is the problem. I think the problem lies in the misalignment with not adopting what Islam teaches you and the rights certain people have upon each other. Right. And so it's a certain example that we give about, you know, the uh, people acting in extreme ways and then, you know, like issues coming up, whatever. I don't think that's because necessarily in a vacuum, it's because people are living together. I think it's more because, you know, um, as a daughter-in-law, at least, right, if you understand like what the obligation she has to the person's parents, like her in-laws, it's kind of close to nothing almost. It's like everything she does is almost like as an act of kindness or almost like a celibate, right? Whereas she 100% has rights or her husband has rights over her and she has rights over her husband, but it's not necessarily the in-laws, right? So that's where I come from. I, I, and I, I personally dislike the way that the person I was speaking to phrased it because they called it progressive to the not live with your in-laws. And I said, I disagree with that because progressive implies that doing it means you're backward. And I don't agree with that. I think it's just that people should do it or people who do do it are doing it because they are not following Islam the proper way it should be. And should they follow Islam the proper way it should be, then I think the behaviors and the actions that come out of it as a byproduct would be mitigated. So that's my take on it. Zan, you just put it into such perfect words, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. now you see, you see, you should have let me spoke. <laughs> let no, me spoke? Want to ask that question that I'm still gonna ask. What happened in English, bro? I'm still, I, I, I'm still gonna ask that question. So, um, are you guys going to, obviously not Aranda and Ismail, but to Faizan and Misha, how can we change society from, like, how, what can we do to tell people that, you know, this should stop being, like, we, this needs to stop being an expectation, um, and, like, we don't want this. This is, like, toxic. Um, so, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> marry an Arab girl? No, I'm kidding. Uh <laughs> No solid plan. Solid plan. Just marry outside the culture. You'll be good. Um, no, for real though, I think I think kind of going back to the answer, it's not off the table, but whatever. Uh continuing on the conversation. I think that the anyone thing in mind? Huh? <laughs> anyone in mind? Well, I have to know what you're talking about. 
Yo, why'd you freeze oh, up like that? You asked me mind. no. Oh, you said I. I thought you said like something my mind, and I'm like I have no idea what it says. No, anyone in mind when you said it's not off the table. Anyways, go on, brother. It's recording right now. We can't have this, please. Um, anyways, so what I was saying was, how can we change it? I think it's kind of going back to what I mentioned earlier. I think, okay, if you're talking about a practical level, I sincerely believe that every couple who's looking to get married should do a course and be on the same page with respect to Islamically what is right and what are the, uh, what is right in terms of what is correct, as well as know each other's rights and what they have to offer to each other. Because I think knowing that, it'll actually help curb a lot of problems. And being on the same page with that could also help understand that what the expectations they have for each other's families and they could relay that onto them. Because at the end of the day, if everyone's expectations are aligned, there's going to be very little things that are going to come up that are just unexpected. And that'll hopefully curb a lot of the problems and so i think educating yourself on that front and really just being knowledgeable about what's right and what's wrong from an islamic perspective i think is is the first step and i think the most important one what do you think Yasmin? i think i love i like what you said and um i think see for me i have to break so many barriers and i'm on i'm on the mission of doing that right now so well, when I'm breaking those barriers, inshallah, and I'm the first to do all those things that I'm not supposed to do culturally, um, uh, I will get what I want. And um, I will, and it's, inshallah, whatever I'm doing is falling in the accordance of Islam and what the Prophet wasallam has guided us to do. Every, everyone, did you all say, sallallahu alayhi wasallam? In the heart, fam. No, you can say it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, like that. Okay, yes, guys. Are we doing ASMR right now? <laughs> Anyways, um, and then another thing is like, for example, my sister, um, she, the way she does it with her kids is that, um, she's like my my nephew is like, oh, I'm gonna live with you. Me and my me and my wife, we're gonna live with you, mommy. We're gonna live with you. How old is your nephew? Three years old. Anyways, um, he's like, me and my wife, we're gonna live with you. Okay, mommy, okay. And then she's like, no. Uh, you, you like she puts it in their head from then that no, you will you will go and you I'm not living with you guys. No, thank you. Right? And who put it in their head in the first place? Oh, no one, no one. He just, he loves his mom so much. He's so attached to her. And he's like, I'm going to still live with you because I love you so much, mommy. You know? But Mama's boy in the making, bro. Yeah, so he is 100% mama's boy, spoiled brat. Dead, dead, dead ass. Like, I will give him a trophy for that. But um, that's what she does. She's like, no. And then she also does other things. So, like, my nephew was like, mommy, you need to teach me how to cook so that when my, when my, wife goes to work that way I can cook for her and then he she's like yes you can learn how to cook I will teach you how to cook and everything like that but you do not expect your wife to work she like you see the, these are the conversations that we need to have our kids with our kids even at a young age we think they don't understand everything like that but these kids they're so blunt and everything like that they do understand and to our viewers out there you can have these conversations with the with kids and it's not and it shouldn't be made taboo but yeah that's that's all I have to say. Rhonda, we have it so hard, fam. We gotta break down all these walls for us. Make the for us, guys. Make for us. My strategy is pretty good. You guys should try it. 
Your strategy? You mean marrying outside of Desi culture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, are you listening? Any MPL fans that are not Desi? Oh. Get off Faison. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think Yo, everybody today is fulfilling Yasmin's um, nephew's uh, thing predictions about themselves. You with the low-key marriage vibes, uh, Misha with the her way or a highway, Randa just staying cool and collected. I don't know, what was mine? I forget. Yeah. Oh, manly, yeah, me being manly, hey, so let's go. They, they were like, they were like, he's very whitewashed. Wait, but not washed, white, like white looking, no, not whitewashed. Whitewashed, I don't know. No, 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 stop like, the cap, yo, yo, you're yeah. adding words, stop it's it. Whatever, whatever, Hillas, man. I honestly think the number one thing is know your Islam. I don't know if anyone else said it, but if you know Islam, and Fadan put it best, if you understand Islam and your duties and your responsibilities and what is correct and what is wrong, then that situation and anything else is going to work out because you're going to be within the boundaries of Islam. Like, bro, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, I don't really relate to this. I don't know. Like, I don't want to just say something for the sake of saying it. I know you don't relate to this, but like, what are your thoughts in general? I have no thoughts. Like, in in relation to what, like, Misha even said, like, you know, that it, it could work. Like, what if you were put in a situation? Like, yes, you guys are Arab. Both of you are Arab, right? But God knows what will happen. We don't know, right? What if you're put in a situation? What if, what if, Randa, Randa, what if you love this guy so much, okay? You love him so much, everything like this, blah, blah, blah. Randa loves coffee, bro. She doesn't have no, 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 time to love nobody else. Is, right? He's the one. Everything, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, check mark, okay? But there's one thing. He's brown and he's the only son. I won't lie to you. If he's the one, he's not going to make me live in his parents' house. <laughs> okay. Yo. I like that answer. Snaps, snaps. Okay. Bro. Oh, this is so random, but I just want to throw this out here. My pet peeve, and, I, and I've seen so many videos on TikTok, I think I ended up on the wrong side, is guys who make videos. There's this guy in this video has like millions of views making videos about the fact that if a girl says no to living with in-laws, that means she's not a good Muslim. And I'm just like, in what world? No, 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 but I, I'm just curious. Like, Aranda, what if, or what if he's put in a situation where he has to care for two individuals? But, I, but again, I feel like that's a totally different conversation. Yeah, exactly. Me, me and when you when we were asked this earlier too, I agree with Renda. That's already like a given. I think both of us, although we've said categorical, like like pretty much no on all scenarios, we're talking about regular scenarios. We're not talking about necessity, right? So for me, it would definitely be a deal breaker if it was general. I'm not living with with well again here's the thing. Um I actually shouldn't even say that because it's all on me, because the girl would be moving in with my family. So I don't have to worry about that. If I already don't want to do it, I'm not going to have issues uh, in the future. And yeah, if I met a girl who's like, oh, the 100%, I told you like, worst, like, you know, not, not even, it's not a bad thing. Um, you know, the ex- most extreme case of it, I just get married with her, do our nikah, and then that's it. We just live at, at our parents. It's not a big deal. But it's not ideal, but hey, you got to compromise, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I think that's going to wrap up this episode. Uh, special shout out to Rhonda for dropping all the gems that she did this episode. We couldn't have done it without you. Appreciate your appreciate your comments. 
And uh, for the rest of you guys, I, I would have liked to see Misha and Ismail speak a little bit more, but inshallah, there's always future episodes for that. And I would also appreciate if Yasmin could um, give me permission to also answer some of the prompts uh, as opposed to brushing me aside, uh, because I would like to think I'm a valued member of this podcast. So uh, good feedback all around. Um, inshallah, we can all work on it, work on our strengths and, and our weaknesses. But yeah, thank you guys for joining the episode. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next one. If you have any suggestions, DM us or fill out the form down below. Ta-da.